everyone and welcome to episode 14 of The Therapeutic Rainbow and I'm very happy to welcome Amanda here and she's from, um, well, I'll get her to really explain where she's from. So do you want to explain who you are Amanda and thank you for coming. Oh, thank you so much, Tasha, for having you. Yes, my name is Amanda Pittman, and I'm a founder of Collective Vitality. So Collective Vitality is online yoga, fitness and well-being. And it was something that was born out of the first lockdown. Absolutely. And, and myself being made redundant and realizing there is a huge need uh, for people's kind of fitness, well-being, um, mental well-being in particular as well as um you know connecting their bodies into just doing something when there was nothing actually to do apart from go out for a walk yeah so how have you found kind of lockdown and what does it involve like i've been very lucky to kind of sample it over the last few weeks and yeah so do you want to tell the kind of listeners a bit more about it yeah, so during March lockdown last year, um, I was working for Virgin Atlantic, had been for 25 years, and um, I had got myself into yoga, you know, I was an avid runner, big gym bunny, um, I'd kickboxed for, uh, did martial arts for about seven years, so I was a real go, 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 go person. I know that feeling. Yeah, and I just got to the stage where I just pushed my body a little bit too much. I had got a herniated disc in my lower back, realized I couldn't run. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with myself? And then I found yoga and total home, total different game changer um, through my, my whole body, really. It has pretty much uh, fixed my back. Um, I, I can actually do impact uh, sport again. Uh, which I have set up a car kickboxing cardio class under Collective Vitality. But so I'd got into yoga and I was just, my colleagues were just like, oh, I'd love to do some yoga with you at work. And I was like, yeah, fantastic. So I started doing yoga. And then when the March lockdown hit, um, uh, one of them said to me, are you going to do this on Zoom? And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about this. What a great idea. Yeah. I started doing yoga classes and um because I'm like really into fitness and have been for so many years I was like well guys do you fancy doing like some bums legs toms with me or some upper body strength training and before I knew it I'd had I got 70 people in a whatsapp group I was doing four or five classes a week and um I was like oh my god I have actually got a business it almost That's like it. fell into this business yeah. and um I um, I started doing this before I realized I was going to be made redundant. And then when I was going to be made redundant, I was like, right, I don't want to apply for any jobs. And ironically, I called my business Collective Vitality. And I was saying to my husband, I just don't want to get my CV together without realizing my CV was Collective Vitality. Brilliant. Um, and yeah, I know. It's so ironic. And um, it's kind of grown from there, really. And the beauty of it is it's something that has organically grown into everything that I've been kind of working on over the last 10 to 15 years on myself. So um, the whole important thing is, is behind the name collective. It's really important to, to get people together and bring people together. I found during lockdown, I'm a real gregarious person used to being around loads of people. I love people. And um, lockdown was really, really challenging without actually being able to see people. So I thought, right, well, we can collectively bring people together online. Yeah. 
vitality uh, is all about energy well-being not just from a physical aspect but from I'm very much about the mind body soul connection so yeah. energetics along those lines that yoga is a fantastic medium for so um drawing on you know bringing people together online like-minded people that not only want to get fit perhaps they want to lose weight but they might want to tap into yoga look at the philosophy behind yoga look perhaps deeply into themselves and understand a little bit more deeply the whole mind-body connection yeah. tapping into meditations mindfulness and all those sort of things that really do have a huge impact on our mental well-being um because i noticed a lot of people were saying to me you know being part of collective vitality during the lockdown has actually given them a purpose to get out of bed yeah. um, because so many people were starting to suffer, you know, being on furlough, not seeing anybody, not actually having a purpose, but actually classes where they would get out of bed, meet other people online and actually do some exercise and kind of give themselves a little bit more vitality. You know, it's that classic, the more you do, the better you feel. The less you do, the, the worse you feel, but you get into this rut where you're just like, I can't actually be bothered to even get dressed. Yeah. Um, and this is what one of my friends had said to me. He said, I was stagnating. I was spending all day in bed. Um, and I said, right, come on, get on to Collective Vitality, do some classes, which he did. And it just gave him, you know, this really big sense of purpose. To yeah, him. so I guess you've seen a real increase in that, in lockdown, in an increase in mental health, an increase in that need to have that kind of connection. and Oh, absolutely. And, you know, exercise kicks off so many different endorphins in the body. It helps to reduce cortisol, all those kind of stress-related hormones that we can feel running through our bodies. Um, and exercise just really not only helps reduce those hormones and make ourselves feel better about ourselves, but it is, yeah, creating that whole sense of purpose. So I've got different types of people within Collective Vitality that have, you know, different sets of goals. I've got some people that do just the kind of the weight loss and the fitness aspect. I've got some people that just do the yoga. I've got some people that tap into both. I've got other people that just are really focusing on their stress levels. So they're dipping into the meditations. I've got Karen Bromley, who's our resident hypnotherapist, who has recently joined the business in the last two months. Um, and she's offering an amazing 21 day free your mind, change your life program, which involves a lot of journaling, um, listening to hypnotic meditations, tapping into brave brain waves, um, and really getting people to look a little bit more deeply at themselves and understand yeah. themselves. Um, which in turn helps people to really tap into, you know, their perceptions, their beliefs, what's causing uh, the stress. Can we kind of perhaps look at these from a slightly different view, which can have a huge impact on their own mental well-being anyway? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so it's kind of really organically grown since I set it up. Kind of played around with it March, April, May. I think I kind of set up my app around about June, July time. Uh, I was giving it away free <clears throat> from March to June. Then I uh, decided to charge a fee of 20 pounds per month. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, again, kind of organically grown and morphed into 
covering all my interests really yeah absolutely crystals to essential oils how all these different things help and um having brought Karen into the business, which is recent, I've also brought Paula Fenegan into the business, who's a naturopathic nutritionist, who um, is also running some challenges as well within the group. Um, I'm really offering some fantastic advice on nutrition and really kind of understanding how, you know, we are what we eat, what we eat, how is that going to affect not only our physical body, but also our energetic system, as well as our mental state because the food that we're putting in has that huge effect on all our levels not just physically absolutely and I guess especially I know as a parent it's that self-care as well isn't it it's that actually if you give yourself that time to do that exercise to take that time out for you then actually that will reduce the stress levels ready for whatever your day brings but I know I have to start a day of homeschooling with a run before I start because otherwise I'm not a nice tummy I know I need something to do that and actually what you've developed by the app is not only those live classes but you can tap in at any time with the recordings. Yeah absolutely and it's interesting I was just talking to one of my members today and I'm kind of saying you know so many it's really hard for parents right now I am you know luckily my girls are all grown up but I really do feel for parents with younger children that happen to work with homeschooling Um, Because there is this tendency to forget about yourself, to not put yourself first and just put the children first. We all know we put our children first, but not to the detriment of our own self-care. It's really important that, you know, mums and dads are actually looking after their own nutrition, their own mental health and their physical health to be able to then keep going to support the children in in what it is they're actually doing so yeah it's it's not only do we do live classes so I offer 60 classes per month live and that ranges from kickboxing cardio to four different types of yoga um, and upper body strength training bums legs tums uh, full body workouts Um, but I record those classes as well so there's probably around about 200 recordings that are available for people just to pick up um, at any point to do, to do at any time of the day. So if there's a day where you're thinking, I really want to do this class, oh God, I've, I've missed it for whatever reason, you can pick up the recording um, yeah. at any time. So it's just really trying to be able to offer as much as I possibly can to enable people that really want to uh, you know, they're stuck at home that we can't, we can't go to gyms now. Yeah. However, there are some people that even when the gyms are open, you know, they're working from home. So actually get in the car and go to the gym. The incentive is not there. Um, so it's available for those people that if they want to do a class at 9.30 in the morning, they can, you know, I don't know, drop off work for an hour, do a quick yeah. class or do a class within their lunch break um, or a class in the early evening. So, you know, people can either jump on the lives or do the recordings um, as to what actually works best for them, really. Absolutely. And I guess I I said to you when we first met a few weeks ago that I wasn't this yoga person. To me, yoga meant sitting still and not exercising. But even in the last few weeks when I have tried it, I have challenged myself like I promised I would. You do notice that you're mind 
stops you do actually think okay I'm just going to clear everything and I think I know as a busy person as a mum of young children like it's very rare that my mind switches off and so it is a new experience and one I'm learning to yeah. do but I guess it's something that going forward with mental health is going to be really important I think the high rise that it's causing Absolutely. And, you know, I was very much like yourself, Tasha, when I was younger, you know, I tried yoga many, many years ago and thought, God, what's this? You know, I want to be leaping around <laughs> my body to the extreme, you know, in this hardcore kind of situation. Now I'm kind of in my mid 40s thinking, OK, I should have been just a little bit more gentle with myself. <laughs> I have, I have suffered. I have suffered from that. But I think what what it is, is we are living the majority of people, 95% of people are living unconsciously. You know, they're not aware of what is going on in their mind. They're not aware that they're actually being controlled by their thoughts. They're being controlled by their mind. Yeah. Um, you know, we have roughly 70,000 thoughts per day that enter our mind. And 90% of those are repeat thoughts from the day before, the day before, the day before, the day before. We are being controlled by our mind. And we are bumbling around unconsciously, not really being aware of, you know, of, of our experiences and how perhaps we're limiting ourselves when we're living in the state of being controlled by our mind, being controlled by our ego. So being able to slow that down, you know, coming into yoga, yoga isn't just about movement, you know, poses, which is known as asana. There are eight, uh, eight different limbs of yoga. So eight key facets of yoga and asana poses is one of them breath work is another one meditation is another one withdrawal of the senses is another one and coming into a point of concentration to leading into a state of meditation and this is all about tapping into the parasympathetic nervous system so yeah. being able to slow the mind down recognizing that we are actually in control not our mind you know if you ever laid in bed and you maybe you've had an argument with somebody and you're just ruminating over and over and over and over and you can't seem to stop it because yeah. your mind is in control of yourself and it's actually being you know tapping into a, a state where you no longer want to be like that you want to be in control of yourself not have your mind control you Absolutely. So, tapping into those different facets of yoga not only obviously working physically but actually working with the breath slowing the heart rate down through the breath understanding the effects that the heart rate has on your on your nervous system tapping into parasympathetic nervous system which is your rest and digest and when your body is in a state of rest and digest and not producing all those stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline you know these are key hormones that have been linked to all these different diseases you know weight gain heart disease um all these real negative effects that happen to the body. The second we can get our body into parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest, the body is naturally going to start wanting to heal itself. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, there's so many people that are living with um, so many things with itis on the end. Yeah. Colitis, um, arthritis, itis on the end of anything is inflammation. Inflammation in the body is key. We are living in a realm of inflammation within the body. You know, cortisol are one of the key things that causes inflammation. Stress are these things that causes inflammation in the body. So being able to tap in to that settled state 
through yoga, through meditation, through concentration, through mindfulness, we can start bringing our body into its natural state of healing. Absolutely. And start reframing yeah, the way we're thinking. Absolutely. Our bodies can heal themselves of absolutely everything. Our body is a pharmaceutical in itself. It's just being able to tap into those aspects of self to create better health. Um, in particular, anxiety, depression, all those different um, kind of mental health aspects that people in particular now with this, you know, third, are we in the third lockdown? Yeah really is everyone I speak to are so fed up it really is affecting people but it's actually coming because people aren't used to sitting people are used to doing busying themselves not being with themselves not actually recognizing what's actually going on deep down in oneself because you can go out and busy yourself with everything everything else and it's a distraction people are now being forced to sit with their stuff yeah and they're not used to it and they're not able to because the mind is in control yeah, but absolutely. get yourself into a space of actually being able to sit through meditation, through breath work, through tapping into, you know, that rest, digest aspects of self, we can start to look at our stuff in a way that we can cope with, in a way that we can actually deal with. Absolutely. Um, and that can go with children as well. Like I've done cosmic kids yoga with the girls and even that and the breath work I do with them when they get into that heightened state is actually just breathe breathe and pretend you've got a balloon or five breath breathing whatever that is it doesn't have to be just an adult way of thinking and I think if we can teach children from a young age to start working with their breathing start that mindfulness way of thinking then going forward wonderfully anxiety will have risen um, dropped sorry Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the the time to start is with children. It's a beautiful time to start with children. And, you know, yoga and kids, I know that there are some schools that actually do bring yoga into it, into the schools themselves. It's, It's an amazing place to start because we all know ourselves, when you learn something as a child, it becomes part of your life. Rather than finding it, you know, in your 30s, 40s or whatever, when you've got uh, a whole host of stuff yeah, definitely <laughs> and work through actually being able to bring these coping coping tools and they are tools at the end of the day you know to enable us to cope with situations and and tap into our inner resources it's all about finding what our inner resources are and you know you could say to to joe blogs you know what inner resources do you have and they're like what yeah i don't understand Um, But actually, when you start looking and finding out what it is we actually have and hold within ourselves, it's a totally different way of thinking. And it's a total kind of new mindset. But yeah, teaching children how to tap into their own inner resources, how to self-soothe with looking for external distractions is a huge key thing for stopping things like anxiety. Absolutely. Um, which are which are the really rife at the moment definitely and something that we want to stop that kind of series of emotions and series of kind of behaviors going on and if we can start doing it and as we know a child will follow a parent's way of thinking a parent's modeling so again as parents if we're listening and we're starting it we're showing it we're unpacking it then they're going to go and do it as well 
Oh, absolutely. You know, I've noticed since I've been doing a lot more yoga and meditating, um, you know, my 15 year old daughter, she said to me um, the other day, oh, I can't wait for the summer because I want to go out in the garden and just sit under a tree and do lots of meditating. <laughs> Amazing. You know, because they see, they see me doing it. They see me yeah. journaling and they're like, what are you doing? Well, I'm journaling. Well, why are you journaling? What does that do? It's like I'm, I'm downloading, you know, all that's yeah. going through my mind. I'm just downloading it on paper. And when you write things down on paper, you, you actually then start to see things slightly differently. And then you yeah, come up answers to your own questions and you just feel so much lighter. And it kind of just gets rid of all of that rumination that goes on in your mind. And yeah, kids will copy you no matter what Absolutely. you're doing and they copy yeah cool so thinking about that then I guess I ask everyone at the end of the podcast what would you have at the pot of gold in the end of the rainbow so what would you put in your pot of gold oh my pot of gold at the end of my rainbow um is this as a personal thing or something like a dream of mine or I think you want to I guess some people have thought about it as what they personally want some people have thought about it actually as a whole as a whole community what would be in your pot of gold I think my pot of gold is um yoga and spiritual retreats that is collective vitality is is my baby is my business but I think what I'm actually leading on to is being able to run yoga spiritual retreats that are affordable for anybody that wants to tap into this yoga as a new medium. You know, that's why I've collect, kept Collective Vitality really cheap. It's 20 pounds a month. You know, you go to a yoga class, you pay 15 pound a class. Yeah. So I really want it to be affordable for anybody that wants to work with awakening, work with their level of consciousness, come into understanding um, more about themselves and, you know, understanding that we are spiritual beings having a human experience it's not the other way around absolutely my pot of gold is the retreats affordable retreats in devon that bring not just yoga i want to work with so many other people so many other holistic therapists yeah. and that's what i do as part of collective vitality i have a week a monthly guest speaker that's a holistic therapist and it's recorded so people can really start to understand what is out there to heal themselves without going to a doctor and using pharmaceutical medicines because there's so much more information out there for people um so yeah working with lots of different um holistic therapists running retreats and really showing people how you can tap into your own inner resources to, to heal the body without having to go to the doctor and, you know. Perfect. Love it. So where can people find Collective Vitality? Um, if you go to www.collectivevitality.com, that's my website. I'm also on Facebook uh, as well as Instagram, Collective Vitality by Amanda on Instagram and just Collective Vitality on Facebook. Um, website is probably the best thing to go to because I've got my links there. I've got my number there. I offer um, trials within Collective Vitality so people can just come on. The website says a week, but I'm kind of offering monthly trials at the moment for people just to come on 
do a month, have a go at all the classes, see if it floats your boat, see if it's for you. Yeah. And, um, and then kind of take it from there, really. So yeah, that's the best place. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on today and uh, speaking to us and letting us know all about this amazing way of thinking. And just to let the listeners know that next week, we've got Luce on and she is an equine therapist. So thinking about using horses and being in the outdoors. So take care, everyone, for now and speak to you soon. Bye bye.